Welcome to Conversations Like This, a Holy Spirit-filled talk between believers. Open up your hearts to receive the revelations from this conversation and be blessed. Hello, Jemima. Hi, Daniel. How are you doing? I'm fine by God's grace in you. I'm blessed. Yeah, so I was reading something this week and I would like to share it with you. Please go ahead. Yeah, so from Colossians chapter 2, verse 16, from 16 to um to 19. Okay. It says that don't so don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or for not celebrating certain holidays or new moon ceremonies or sabbaths. 17 says, For these rules are only shadows of the reality yet to come, and Christ Himself is that reality. Don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels, saying they have had visions about these things. Their sinful minds have made them proud, and they are not connected to Christ, the head of the body. For he holds the whole body together with its joints and ligaments, and it grows as God nourishes it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. The reason why this thing hits me is that in this verse 16, it says that, don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink or for not celebrating certain holy days or new moons or ceremonies or sabbaths even the sabbath and this is paul speaking and he is someone who is he he grew up a jew yeah so he observed the sabbath his whole life yeah he's writing this letter to the Thessalonians, the colossians yeah. yeah he's writing this letter to the colossians and the colossians church the colossian church was not they were not a jewish church no get it yeah the colossians colossia yeah yeah so he's telling them that don't let anybody force you or condemn you about what you eat and it had me thinking so you know the jews have this custom of not eating certain foods mm-hmm. good and paul is saying that don't let anybody condemn you about what you eat or drink yeah good and so he's letting them know that the christian way the new way that he had brought to them was not a jewish way it's not something that is Jewish. It's not something that is specific to um, a particular Religion. set of people. Yeah. And so their rules are, or their distance is, is standard. And if I compare it and bring it to our day, you can see that if somebody becomes a convert, normally what um, people require of him is like, as a believer, stop dressing this way and stop um, eating these things. Stop going to these places. Yeah. They stop doing these things good and their motive for letting that person stop dressing the way the person is dressing and doing the things the person is doing is because they want to see an outward transformation yeah you get it yeah and so it's like you're a believer and you still you know some i know some fellowships that don't allow ladies to wear jeans <laughs> you believe and you still wear jeans like you believe and you still and you still do tattoos you you get it I'm not saying tattoos are right. I'm not saying they are good or anything. But then should that condemn you because you're a believer and not like because you're a believer, should that condemn you? You get it. Yeah. What do you think? I really understand where you are coming from or the point you are drawing. Because I literally came from a home where my mom told me that, oh, we don't eat pork. Mm-hmm. Pork is not good. And it was like according to god pork is not good they will tell you 
oh don't dress this way really? i didn't know you said she didn't pork. oh she yeah <laughs> yeah the way you like pork i like pork like something <laughs> i'm so sorry yeah she was like i shouldn't eat pork then if let's say i quite remember where my sister had very big earrings and she went take it like god doesn't like those things mm-hmm. i was like really then if you have nails those mm-hmm. things and it's like all she was thinking about so in my understanding as i was growing up i thought maybe you know that's it mm-hmm. but when i grew up i realized that ah, is that really it mm-hmm. was it that she didn't really know the word or was she that she was just trying to you know do what they told them in church don't do this don't do that so when i understood the scriptures for myself mm-hmm. when i got to know god for myself let me say it that way and i read the scriptures and i realized that i was reading i think acts and god came to peter and god said kill and eat what i have blessed what i have said you know you can eat Mm -hmm. you are saying that it is unclean how dare you Mm -hmm. are you god god was telling peter that every animal is clean kill and eat peter was like no it is unclean so it's like we try to be so righteous that we condemn the works of god Mm. and i believe that is where paul is coming from i was reading the book of galatians some days ago and there were some people that actually came to infiltrate the christian camp and when they came to infiltrate i'm I'm sure they were maybe jews or pharisees or something and they came to infiltrate the galatian camp in, in, in the christians in galatia and what Paul said was that Paul was like, don't listen to them. They come and they bring their laws for you to obey. It's like it's not even about the acts, it's about your heart. Once you start to obey, you make yourself a slave to that religion. Like right now, you have freedom. Where the spirit of God is there's liberty. The spirit lives in us, the spirit dwells in us. So we are free. We have total freedom. And scripture said in Jeremiah that he will write his laws on our heart. So the spirit will move and live and do everything by the spirit. So the spirit is leading us, the spirit is guiding us. If it is if it is wrong, the spirit will convict. I have come to a place where I know when the spirit is convicting me. Like I can't, I know, and I know when it is my mind condemning me. Mm-hmm. Though sometimes it's you can't really tell. But then I have been to a place where I know, and this is the spirit, because I can tell it's from my heart, and I know when my mind is condemning me, and I know it's from the enemy. So Paul was trying to tell the Galatian church before we come to the Colossians that these people, when you start, when you say that, okay, we have to circumcise, it's God requires us to circumcise. When you do it, it's not really about the acts, but it's about your heart. You enslave yourself back to the law. And scripture says in the law that when you obey one law, you have to obey all the law. It is scriptural. So it's not really about the acts that, oh, you know, we have to circumcise. We, we shouldn't eat pork or we should eat. No, it's about your heart. What do you believe? What doctrine do you dwell upon? God has said that it is clean. Who are you to say it is not? Yeah, so, you know, like like you said, some Pharisees or Jews, 
they were the according to the Jewish believers. Yeah. They came and told the Galatians that they should be circumcised. They're yeah. preaching the um the doctrine of circumcision. Yeah. That that is a way to partake of the the their faith. You get it. But then Paul rebuked them, Paul told them that no, you're not supposed to follow that. You get it. And rather be circumcised in your heart. Yeah. Be circumcised in your heart. What I understand Paul is trying to say is that it's much more about your heart than what you really do outside. Yeah. Good. If what you are doing is not affected by your heart, yeah. and you're not it's not stemming stemming from a place of conviction. Yeah. Then what you are doing is religion. Yeah. And God has called us out of religion. That's yeah. what most of the believers now don't understand. Yeah. God has called us out of religion. When you are listening the many types of religions in this world, don't add Christianity. It's not a religion. No, no, no. No. It's it's a relationship. It's a way of life. Yes. And God has called us out of that those rules to follow and things to, into a relationship with him. You get it. So you may see a Christian who does pay your perspective quite indecent. You get it. Yeah. So um you know and especially let, let me say this the way the western dress yeah the way most americans dress and most american young preachers american young preachers dress these days yeah you know it's quite different from what we growing up in an african society understand as as the way preachers should dress you get it yeah good so for the typical african society the pastor dresses in you know a suit or the traditional kaftan you know he dresses yeah yeah, he dresses has his nice porch and stuff like that and you go to the Western world, you go yeah. to America, you go to Europe, and most of the preachers wear, you know, jeans, they wear a jacket, they wear something inside, you know, branded t-shirt, you, you get it. And you look at the two, and they are, they, have, they are different. So realize that if dressing is something that qualifies and disqualifies, then we mean that one group is disqualified. Yeah. But then, that is not, God didn't call us to change our dressing. No. God didn't call us to, he's not, he's really not, ah, 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 ah. Concern. so concerned about addressing like we are concerned there's some things he doesn't even care about you know uh, some things are like he's really concerned about the push out of the heart yeah some people dress for certain things some people dress when you know maybe they wear the suit they feel like oh yeah when i wear this captain i'm anointed the anointing, the anointing doesn't come from the dressing ah preach you get it you know so it's poise is letting them know that it's from a place of conviction in the verse yeah let's go in the verse 18 yeah don't let anybody condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels saying they have had visions about these things and Mm. what hits me inside this scripture is the pious self-denial pious self-denial some people feel like because oh no we we don't do this and because we don't do this like we are holier than thou yeah you get it let's see um okay i don't want to put any church on there <laughs> i believe that's what we grew up with good they teach us that as christians a christian is not supposed to be seen doing this yeah a christian is not supposed to be what let's say the company you keep yeah right so growing up they tell you that as a christian you're not supposed to be seen with in the group of sinners yeah good among your the people you like don't even be seen among any group of sinners don't yeah. be seen among unbelievers yeah like the friendship you should keep when you go to a, I, I remember they they advise us that when we go to 
investing. We should keep uh, a friends, a friend circle of of believers. Yeah, you get it, and that is good. Yeah, you understand. But then, how can we also infiltrate? How can we also tell us to preach the word? So who are we going to preach the word to? <laughs> True. You get yeah. it. Who are we going to preach the word to? True. So if let's say let's bring it to let's relate it to Paul's time. If Paul got up as a Jew that he is, you get it, and went to the Gentiles and was changing Gentiles and changing everything about the Gentiles when he told them the way they stopped worshiping their Gentile gods and they dropped their pagan ways. And instead of adopting the Christian way, they adopted the Jewish way. Ooh. Paul will not become a preacher of the, the gospel. He become a he become a Jewish preacher. Yeah, rabbi, Jewish yeah, rabbi. Preaching the, the way of the, the Jews. You understand? Preaching yeah. the law. Yeah. But because of the understanding he had, yeah. When he went, he was like, This new way. He, he said that God said that um he he went to one place, he was this to these people, he was that to that people. Yeah. So wherever he went, when he went to Rome, he acted as a Roman, when he went here, acted as a Jew, when he went here had so that he might win some. Yeah. You get it. So he said to all people, I was all things, so that I might win some. Yeah. He didn't go and wasn't preaching a, a doctrine of um Jewish tradition, traditions and religions and the things the procedures the Jewish have in place. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. But he he went preaching a new way. Yeah. A new way of life. God has abolished all those things. God has abolished all those religions and things that keep you boxed up in something. Yeah. And a lot of Christians don't really understand that like in the church yeah in the church especially growing up for for me i grew up in the church yeah. and i didn't really understand a lot of things i just knew we had to follow them yeah like going to church why why why, why do you go, go to church <laughs> that i always i, I always really... question like why why sunday why go to church why all night yeah like oh, what's the point why why all night you get it i get it and um, the honor we give to prophets, especially in our day, yeah. give a lot of honor to prophets. Yeah. Why? That Why? <laughs> Why that honor? If someone comes and a person comes to preach the word of God and doesn't prophesy, okay. Yeah. Thank you for your time. <laughs> if someone comes to prophesy, wow, we put so much honor on the prophet. Why? 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 I I don't understand why we do some things. Yeah. You get it. I just knew that these are things that we must do. I I had no idea. Yeah. Just like you are saying, your mom's you grew up with your mom telling you that she, she, we don't eat pork. You know who? You know who? <laughs> you understand? <laughs> you have your mom to you that we don't eat pork. Yeah, you yeah. understand. So, like, where from all these things? And as I grew, I I started to rebel against them because I didn't know. Yeah. When I got to a point where I decide whether I go to church. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to go, especially when I went to university. I didn't want to go to church. Yeah. Because I didn't, I I didn't understand why we go to church. Yeah. Until I read in the Bible, and it says that forsake not the garden of the saints. Yeah. Yet in the company, in the company of of, the, of wives, there is safety. Yeah. So I remember that there's there's a reason why we actually gather together. Yeah. I didn't understand the power of corporate prayer. Yeah. I didn't understand that. I I knew that actually you have to develop our spirit man. You have to develop our prayer life. Yeah. Good. And when we meet, you know. It's like oh we are comparing no no i pray for this mm. hours i pray for that i didn't understand all those things those were just acts to me yeah until like i read and i found out and it, it was opened up to me mm -hmm. i was like oh no this has to be from a place of conviction yeah you get it yeah growing up we we saw 
the gift of the spirit and yeah. we are designed the gift of the spirit let me bust a lot of your, your bubbles today please do most of us desired the gift of prophecy just because they were, they were giving honor to prophets sure sure it had nothing to do with function it had nothing to do with the office it had nothing we just designed the gift of prophecy because i also want to say some <laughs> so that do do you know people yeah <laughs> people praise you mm -hmm. and i've also been there I, i've i wanted i was so much designed the gift of healing and stuff like that and it was out of a place of um pride yes uh, pride it was out of a place so, so that i would be recognized yeah you get it i also wanted to study scripture god should reveal something to me so that i'll go and see <laughs> and the reason is not for edification that was what the scripture said it was for edification yeah. my, my reason was not for edification no no no, no. it was so that the people would know i knew <laughs> you understand i understand so, all these things began to open up to me and i realized that oh so this is the reason why we must have this yeah it's important that the church has these gifts yeah it's important that this and this is in place it's important that we do this it's important yeah. that we do this so now nobody has to tell me i have to go to church yeah i want to go to church yeah. i'm eager to go to church yeah. i know when i go to church even the fact that i'm in the presence of believers yeah. there are some attacks on my life that can't touch me Ooh. just by being there yeah just by being there there are some things i receive yeah just by being sitting under the administration of of a pastor or a prophet or a, an evangelist there's a grace on his life that i get even yeah. if i don't say amen in this the service yeah you understand yeah so out of that conviction are yeah. you even able to tap and receive yeah you get it yeah yeah i believe that we shouldn't sell ourselves short mm -hmm. you know i think i quite remember that i used to sell myself short because i thought oh there are some things that as believers we are supposed to do or not do and you know i'm not <laughs> I wasn't really doing them. Something like the pork. Oh, I, I ate pork. I love pork. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And like going to church. I didn't really like going to church. And you know, you have to read your Bible. So I started to read my Bible actually because I wanted to do quiet time so that I'll look like a good Christian. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the Bible said, I don't read it. I just read one scripture. Mm -hmm. Or when I just read it, blah, 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 blah. You know your quota. I've done my quota. Ah, <laughs> I'm done. You know, before I realized that, you know, it's not about what you do. I can read the Bible. I can pray. I can scream. I can mm -hmm. shout. I can wear a dress which touches my toe. I can, you know, look righteous in the mm -hmm. eyes of people. I can try and act holy. Mm -hmm. But all of it is nothing. If my heart is not right. Yeah. So, yes, these people, the Pharisees, they came and they tried to make the people be slaves, become slaves again to the law. And something that he has saved us from, why mm. would he bring us back and die? Yeah. So, just by the way, that's just by the way. I don't, I don't want you to sell yourself short. It's about your own personal encounter. As daniel said yeah. yeah christianity is a relationship so if i have a relationship with god i want to keep myself pure in mm -hmm. that relationship. i want to you know show my love to them um, um, mm -hmm. um, god it, yeah i want to i want god to know that i love him mm -hmm. and how do i know 
make God know I love him by obeying his commandments, mm -hmm. by following the Spirit, by doing what he has called me to do. I just heard this in my spirit. That you know there are some people that they don't because they, they they feel they fall short in some areas and they don't have a relationship with God. So they try to be religious mm. as, as a cover up. As a cover up. Mm. So deep in their heart, they, are, they know their heart is not right. Mm. Deep in their heart, they know they are not doing God's will. Deep in their hearts, God told them to do this and they are doing the wrong thing. Mm. But they act, they want to be religious. They want to do so that so as, a, as a couple, some even give a lot of money mm -hmm. for tithes and support churches and as if they are doing good so that people will say that, oh, this person, but then they are, they are in the wrong place. Their mm -hmm. heart is not right. Sometimes it's not, it's not really about others too. Sometimes it's for themselves. It's like for the, themselves. Like yes. It's a cover-up. It's a so cover-up. Because he knows that, he knows that Charlie, some things are not really going on well. Yeah. It's like, okay, now I've given a lot of offerings. So, Alisa, I, I feel quite okay. Yeah, I've done something for God. Mm -hmm. But God is not interested in the money. Like, he owns the world. He's not enjoying he's interested in the posture of your heart. There's something I remember that Paul was saying that in Galatians that these people are trying to make you slaves under the law so that they won't be judged for killing Christ. Mm. So that you know the cross of Christ is like they were being they were feeling that um judgment yeah. mm -hmm. for killing Christ. Mm. Because what they did to rise was Christ was an innocent man and they held at him and they sent him to the cross to be crucified so that condemnation was upon them mm. and they didn't want to feel that so oh we do this this is what we do so also be under the law that is we are christian we believe but then you also have to you know circumcise that's god's law so that it will seem as if them killing christ was them acting according to god's law mm. <laughs> which is wrong yeah yeah condemnation yes so i believe i just want to say that we shouldn't sell ourselves our, our short and by the leading and direction of the spirit you know we will be okay it's not about trying to obey a bunch of rules that's that's what christ came to redeem if you are still obeying a bunch of rules then what god said his spirit himself will help us so i know once i believe i'm righteous and the mm -hmm. spirit starts to work on me wash me my make me i knew my mind and just it's like i saw something somewhere that some people he said some people are prideful and the antidote for pride is just seeing god like a taste of his presence oh. just just a taste of his glory that is the anti antidote <laughs> for pride okay. yes so you know righteousness doesn't come by you trying to be righteous you trying to look good that is not how you are redeemed christ redeems us like christ makes us righteous so mm -hmm. all we have to do is to allow him to work on us so as you have that relationship with him no one will tell you that go and do this and that mm -hmm. It's like the spirit overshadows you and helps you to do, to do that, yeah. that and which you have to do. It's like me reading Samson. Scripture said that the spirit of the Lord comes upon Samson and mm -hmm. suddenly he has strength, super strength to do a lot of things, to kill the Philistines and whatnot. So I believe that's the same with us. Just that now the spirit doesn't come upon us he's within us and he changes us from within mm -hmm. so if you are in that place where you allow him 
Then he changes you. It's like, no one should tell you that do this and that. But the spirit will allow you. If your pastor says something, you know, from the word, the spirit is the one that will convince you. The spirit is the one that will hold your hand and help you. He's me to me, that's how I am. Like the spirit helps me. Like if if if, if God hasn't said it and you tell me, I won't I won't mind you. <laughs> because it's not me that will try, it's the spirit that will help me to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No. In the verse 17 says for these rules are only shadows of the reality yet to come and christ himself is that reality so what he's saying is that all these things that we we are asked to do abstain from this don't do this don't that don't do that don't do this as a christian no don't do this don't do that don't do that it's it's a shadow yeah it's a shadow of a reality some shadow of something real so these things, the things that you're asking us to do, is not it's really not a real thing. Good, it's not a real thing. You get it? Yeah. Like let's say um, the what's it called? Not forsaking the garden or the sin. Going to church. Yeah. Going to church is okay. We wake up, we go to church. Go to church. We are always saying go to church. Go to church. We are yeah. always have to go to church. And the reason why we are going to church is not known. Yeah. The reason why we are saying go to church. It's actually something behind like this. Okay, same thing. There's something behind why we are saying go to church. There's a revelation behind Good. it. Good. And that revelation is Christ. Yeah. Don't forsake the gathering of the saints. Yeah. Don't forsake the gathering of the believers. Yeah. The believers is the the, the sin. It's a church. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. In other words, don't forsake the church. Yeah. That's why we are saying go to church. Yeah. In other words, don't forsake the church. Yeah. What is what's the meaning of forsake? It's like to to leave behind, to to forget, to to let mm. go. Mm. In other words, don't let go of the church. Hold the on church. to it. Good. The body of Christ. Who's the body of Christ? The believers. Yeah. It means that you are the church. I'm the church. Yeah. So the go to church, go to church. What you are trying to tell me is, is to not leave you. Yeah. Wow. It's not see my brother walking into, yeah. into wow. distraction and leave him. Wow. That is the reality. And the shadow is go to church. <laughs> wow. That's bad. You understand? Yeah. You get it. As Christians, we don't drink alcohol. Who says as Christians you don't drink alcohol? No. It's not in the Bible that we, as no. Christians you don't drink alcohol. No. Why are you condemning your brother for not drinking alcohol? You yeah, get it? Yeah. The Bible says don't be filled with wine. Yeah. Where there's dissipation, but yeah. be filled with the Spirit, Spirit. of God. Stephen was filled with the Spirit, so filled with the Spirit that yeah. his face shone. Ha. You get it? When yeah. people drink alcohol, their mouth, you smell the alcohol on them. Yeah. So when people are filled with the Spirit, they shone. Fragrance. Yeah. They don't drink alcohol, don't drink alcohol. It's yeah. a shadow. Wow. It's a rule, it's a shadow. The reason why yeah. is because you are supposed to be filled with the spirit. Wow. People must see the spirit in the church yeah. and not wine. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So if you give the rule to someone that, okay, this is the rule. As a Christian, you are not supposed to drink alcohol. That guy is battling within himself. Why am I not supposed to drink alcohol? Yeah. And they, so the devil can come in. Uh, mm. Did they say you are not supposed to drink alcohol? Yeah. Oh, do you know that you can actually drink alcohol? Yeah. Oh, do you know that this is this is this yeah. is so when the person drinks, the person is being condemned within himself. Yeah. Even if it's a sip. Yeah. This is like, oh God, I've sinned. Yeah. Oh God. So you find people in the church. In the church, they yeah. drink alcohol and hide it. Yeah. <laughs> They're hiding it. They don't want to see. Why? So, because they know the condemnation that comes outside. True. True. You understand? True. There's a scripture where Paul is telling Timothy, because of your sickness, take some wine. <laughs> that's you true. understand. That's true. In the last supper, what they broke the bread, what they drank, it was not wine. <laughs> <laughs> it was not this normal, non-alcoholic wine. He said, drinks wine, the Pharisees. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
wedding at the yeah. wedding at Kenan, his yeah. first miracle. It was good wine. Water to wine. No, it was <laughs> that see, was the best that wine. That was the they best wine they tasted in their day. It was very good. And now we, we can't see yeah. that the wine that tastes better is the one that has fermented longer. Yeah. The one that has fermented. So see. The Pharisees told Jesus that um i think jesus said that the pharisees they've seen him he's drinking and making merry mm -hmm. so they call him a gluten and a drunkard good <laughs> you understand yeah jesus came to do so 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 he came to reveal to us that so many of the religious things we follow it's not about the act the church has so uh, um advanced so um how do i say this there's a word for it that we've amplified mm -hmm. the act yeah forgetting the reality yeah it's a shadow what we are spirit being god is concerned with what is happening in our spirit to affect the physical not the yeah. other way around yeah if you do it the other way around you lose yeah you understand you do the other way around you lose in the relation with god and then in the garden with adam god related with adam on a spiritual level yeah on a level that on a, a, a revelational basis yeah so adam's spirit was real like there was a revelation in his spirit yeah that caused something to happen in, in the physical yeah when the devil came the devil came to relate with eve on a physical basis yeah the physical basis Ooh. that caused something in the spirit yeah one must affect the other the bible yeah. says that the flesh and the spirit always war yeah you get it yeah so if you don't relate with people from an understanding in the spirit so that it affects the way they do their things you you actually mess up yeah my father gave this testimony um of someone he was trying he was encouraging in the faith yeah and this lady this lady um she, she hasn't dressed properly she dresses so haphazardly she dresses you know she has done i think rasta she has, it's not well kept you know some people can do rasta and it's sleek it's nice yeah. it's not well kept she's always wearing dirty clothes and you know she didn't dress she dressed mm -hmm. ah, anyhow. anyhow yeah but as he was speaking to her as he was speaking to her telling her god last day sometimes the stench is too much but you just you know you 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 he he won't focus on that and he speak the word to her. Yeah. Let the word go to her. Just one day she called him to meet her somewhere. When he went, he said he, he was looking around. He said he didn't recognize it. He said, Are you here? You're not here. <laughs> he said, I'm here. He said, There's nobody here. He said, I'm the one standing here. I can see your car. He said, What are you wearing? He said, I'm wearing a red dress. Say you a dress, you. You're wearing a dress. <laughs> he looked at her. He said, The woman has gone to remove the hair. She had cleaned herself. She had dressed properly. And so it's not he didn't attack her why have you dressed like this See, most of the people come to talk to her talk about her dress yeah he didn't attack her like that he went attacking her spirit yeah do you know you're the righteousness of god yeah do you know you're the temple of the most high yeah and so when that understanding i'm temple of the most Ooh, high, shut up, Azonda. i am i'm the righteousness of god Preach. Ah, i'm i'm a real priesthood yes i'm a me i'm a nation me i'm a yes nation. Hey. So, something must change about you you know the generations that are in you yeah you understand you know the people that are tied to your destiny you understand you know that god dwells in you something so if you have that understanding something about you changes yeah so then you know that oh no i'm walking around and i'm representing god yeah god will not dress like this yeah god will not dress like uh... this. Come on. so something changes you get it and yeah. that is where those things come from yeah and so Paul is saying that see these rules, they are they are shadows of the reality to come. Yeah. The reality that is coming. That reality is Christ. Yeah. So yeah. if 
all the rules and things that they ask you to do, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. if you can't trace it back to Christ, yeah, then it's a, it's a foreign doctrine. True. The foreign doctrine. True. It's a foreign doctrine. True, it is. Yeah, as, as, as you said, as you said, it's a shadow. They are just shadows. It just reminded me of the fact that, you know, God gave them, you see, in scripture, I said at some place that God gave them, you know, the law because they needed something before the real thing comes. Mm -hmm. They needed something to keep them for a while. Mm -hmm. God can't just leave his children like that. So he needed something to keep them for a while. So the, the law was a guardian. Still, the real thing mm -hmm. comes. The law was just a shadow of things to come. Mm -hmm. Just as the scripture is saying. And that things to come is Christ. Mm -hmm. The whole scripture is about Christ. <laughs> Everywhere. So the law is about Christ. Yeah, it's funny how the real thing came and they were still holding on to the law. <laughs> yes. The real thing came and we are still holding on to the law. We mm -hmm. are still holding on to the rules it's like human beings we, we, we want to do something something and yeah. feel something but god is saying no relax i didn't create you that i created you to work with me hmm. come let us reason together, together though your yeah. sins are like scarlet they shall be as white as snow come i want to reason with you i want to do it with you if you do it on your own you will do it in the physical and you won't do it my way hmm. god is saying i am the wisdom i am the love I am the peace. I am all those things that you need. So reason, let's reason together. Mm -hmm. As we reason together, you are able to work for me. It's like the company of the wise. Mm -hmm. And if your company is God, can you feel? Mm -hmm. If your company is God, you have wisdom because he is wisdom. All oh, the depths of the wisdom of God. How unfathomable, mm -hmm. how unsearchable. God wants to, God is righteousness. He is justice. He is, he is mercy. <laughs> so, all that thing that you are trying to do, God is saying, I am that. You just have to, you know, align yourself with me. You just have to commune with me so that you'll be able to bring that out easily. But when you try to do it in the physical, you physical things are temporary, but yeah. spiritual things, you know, things from God, not all spiritual things though, but then from the God, from the eternal God, it's eternal. Yeah. Literally, I was reading the scriptures and I realized something that Jesus is the word, you mm -hmm. Bob, and the word, you know, the Bible also is the word of God. That is how come God said, My word will never pass away. Mm -hmm. So Jesus was in the beginning, He was in the middle, He's in the end, like He's eternal. Mm -hmm. And God is eternal, the spirit is eternal. So once we take in the word, we also become eternal. Mm. <laughs> We were there in the beginning. Mm -hmm. We were there in the middle. We were there in the end. So, literally, if you commune with it, something eternal, you also become eternal. Mm -hmm. If you commune with something righteous, you also become righteous. Like, mm -hmm. it's not something that you try to do. You don't try to dress properly. Like what you said, it wasn't, the, the girl's case, it wasn't a matter of the physical Mm -hmm. but a matter of the heart it's like the woman jesus meeting the woman at the well yeah it wasn't a matter of this woman she's a bad woman she's an adulterer she had five husbands who does she think she is <laughs> no it wasn't a matter of that and people in her village were condemning her because of that by one encounter with jesus mm -hmm. and her matter that made all those things come was that where do we worship god mm -hmm. <laughs> like 
It's like God, Jesus meeting Nathaniel. Jesus didn't say, Nathaniel, you know, it's good to meet you. I'm there, Mr. No, Jesus was like, Nathaniel, I saw you under the fig tree. I was there. I saw you. Mm-hmm. All that was in Nathaniel's heart was that, God, do you see me? Mm. God, are you there? And just then he knew God was the Messiah because he answered what he was longing yeah. for. So sometimes we are so consumed with the outside, but we should know that the outside, the physical things are temporal. God is concerned with the heart because that is what is eternal. And once your heart is transformed, your outside will transform. If you try to transform the outside without the heart, you are condemned. Christ, when the, the Pharisees told Christ that he, he should wash his hands before he eats, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus told them that no, it's not what goes inside, it's what comes out. It's what comes out because it comes from your heart, and your heart is the gateway to your soul. Mm-hmm. What comes from your soul outside? <laughs> what have you taken within? Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, uh, Christ described the Pharisees and Sadducees as whitewashed tombs <laughs> it says that they, they they clean the outside of the cup but inside is so filthy it's oh my god Wash the <laughs> inside and the outside too will be neat yeah. and it's it's just it's just a picture you know it's just a picture of of trying to to do the christian way by religion yeah by acts so let's wake up early i also wake up and pray why are you are you kidding you don't believe in waking up early to pray no you just want everybody to know you wake up early yeah you get it in a meeting, you'll be you are open and you scream out top of your voice so that everybody yeah. will be this guy's a prayer warrior. Who are you kidding? In your room, you don't pray. <laughs> no, you don't pray. It's only when you come out, that's when you are praying. <laughs> you get it. Yeah. It's not out of a place of conviction. Yeah. Like you're saying, Jesus, Jesus saw their heart and knew that their hearts are far away from God. They mm. profess it, they say it, they act like it, but their hearts are far away. Yeah. And that's exactly what, what Paul is saying. He said, Don't let anyone condemn you for yeah. what you eat or what you drink. Or for not celebrating certain holy days yeah. or new moon ceremonies or Sabbath. Yeah. Don't, anyone, don't let anybody condemn you. Yeah. You believer, don't let anybody condemn you. Yeah. Know who you are. Yeah. Know why you are doing yeah. this. Don't let anybody tell you that, oh no, it, uh, 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 so now you are in Christ, like, clean all those statues, unless God says it. Yeah. Unless God tells you to do it. Yeah. You yeah. get it? Yeah. Yeah, that, that listen, the, 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 the doctrine of, of as a Christian, we don't pierce. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Even there's a scripture in the Bible where God says you pierce someone, you put, you put nose your nose ring. <laughs> you, oh, you see, <laughs> so all this secret you pierce, it's a cultural thing. Yes, the people who, who, who started uh, the evangelistical ministry, yeah, uh, I think I'm close to this, um, in this, either this generation or the one before. Yeah. They were Europeans. Europeans don't do most of those piercings. Yeah. Like they dress in suits and yeah. hair. So then people associated the Christian way with that. So yeah. that's why most of the ethnicities think that Christianity is a white man's religion. So yeah. it's not even, it wasn't even from the white no, man. No, no. So that's where they think it because they they are preaching that yeah. uh, this um what's it dress like this. Yeah. So if you if you see, I remember watching a documentary on African this and as they the um evangelists from um europe came to africa to preach the gospel yeah. and stuff they started giving them their clothes and that's how they identified oh okay you get it so the people started distancing themselves like oh no i don't dress like how we yeah. used to dress like. yeah and so it made christianity a matter of dressing 
yeah what shows that you're a christian it's not even your life it's not even your lifestyle that this yeah so, so like if if these things can't trace their roots back to christ they can't trace their roots back to christ some people they change their way of life to suit or to mirror their man of god yeah the, the shepherd god gave them yeah they suit their days the hairstyle change yeah. The, the way he dress with you, the way he talks with you. Yeah. God has given you a nice way of talking, nice voice. You started talking like, like you, see, you understand, it will change. Yeah. So that uh, we, we belong, we belong. Ugh. And when God sees the heart, he sees whitewashed tombs. Yeah. The Bible says that he, he told the Pharisees and the Sadducees that yeah. you, you put laws on, laws on people, but yeah. you won't lift a finger to do them. Yeah. And so the things that they tell, things yeah. that they say, things that they say. Just like don't let these things affect you yeah yeah and to add to what you said those who condemn you know most of the time, i realized something that those who condemn it's not really about you it's about them mm-hmm. it's about their hearts yeah they see and they want to condemn so that they will look good like the pharisees they were doing it so that they will look good they were doing it so that they will also still be important Mm-hmm. So that they'll still look up to them. Yeah. They've seen that people have seen the light. They've seen that people are getting the word. They are getting truth. They are getting that. And they couldn't give them that. But so they, they hang these laws around there so that they'll still come to them. Mm-hmm. That we are still in charge. And so if someone stands to condemn you, realize that it's not about you. You've not done anything. Mm-hmm. It's not about you. Once God hasn't said anything. Once God hasn't convicted your heart, it's not about you. It's about them. Mm. And as you know, Daniel, you are saying they are whitewashed. <laughs> whitewashed tombs. Whitewashed tombs. It's about your heart. Your heart is not right. Mm. So me, if I see anyone that condemns me as someone that needs help. Mm. So if someone I see someone condemn, I just pray for the person that, oh Lord, help her heart. Mm. Oh Lord, change. I see it as, as, as an opportunity to pray for that person. Okay. They, it's, first, I used to worry about those things. Like, ah, why are you condemning me? God hasn't condemned me. So why do you condemn me? Why do you say all these things against me? You know, and it used to worry me a bit. Then God opened my eyes to see that it's like about the church. Let me generalize about the church. Like, he loves the church. Mm-hmm. Whether they are this or that yeah they are blue or black he loves the church he loves them so much and if you know the church some people are, let me let me just bring it here that some people say that i go to a church they condemn me and they leave to another church and it's like the same thing is like what are the churches teaching nowadays why are the people you know god revealed that thing or you were able to see that this this thing is bad or this thing is going on because God wants you to do something about mm-hmm. it. So if I see that someone is condemning me, I say that nah, this God hasn't said, said anything. God hasn't convicted me. And then I realized, I actually realized that it's God giving me an avenue to pray for that person. It's God giving me an avenue to intercede because the heart of that person is not right. Mm-hmm. You know, if God reveals something like this to you, it is your duty. Once he has revealed, he redeems. It is your duty to pray. God couldn't trust anyone with it. That's why he allowed that person mm-hmm. to come and condemn you. Because the person has been condemning people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fact that they came to condemn you, who you are innocent, so that you redeem. It's like Jesus and the, um, the Jews. 
their Pharisees and this, you know, their hearts, their hearts, their wasn't right. So God allowed them to go. <laughs> God <laughs> allowed expose their hearts for them yeah, in public. God allowed them to go and you know do what they've been doing, but on a righteous man. And Jesus exposed their hearts. Yeah. So what you are the light of the world you are if you are in that church and you see that oh the people's hearts are not right you are the light if you are with your friends and you see that oh the people's hearts are not right you are the light mm-hmm. the fact that you are the light means that and you will see their hearts that's why you're able to expose that because darkness and light darkness will be exposed mm-hmm. so that's why you're able to see the darkness and when you see the darkness you shouldn't you know judge them in your heart as well though they condemn you shouldn't feel bad about it number one you shouldn't judge them in your heart what you have to do is that you have to intercede and pray even jesus on the cross what did he say father forgive them they know not what they are doing jesus saw their heart they they did jesus wicked (laughs) you know they did jesus a wicked thing but then jesus still interceded and i believe that is supposed to be the posture of our heart Mm -hmm. intercede for 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 the, those who condemn intercede when you see the darkness even in the body of christ that is why you are there god couldn't talk you know use anyone but he, he could use you he trusts you so he revealed it to you to work on it amen amen also it's good what you said is good yeah god reveals it to us so that we do something about it yeah yeah it's happening to you for a reason yeah yeah also we should also not be the agents that go and condemn yes yes also not be the agents why go and condemn yeah you understand it's like yeah you have a revelation about it and you see someone's life not in line with what you know yeah yeah the revelation you know yeah as a believer like you're saying you also pray for that person you pray for that person it's not a place to condemn if someone walks into uh, a meeting and he or she is not dressed properly especially for the ladies you know wearing very short dresses explosive things to to show there's not a place to go and tell her see um, we don't dress like that don't, don't so it's like, like, like you are doing what yeah. the Pharisees do like don't, don't outwardly like that. no you allow the person yeah allow the person allow the person to you be coming be coming there's a power of the word of god that will just change the person somebody's coming the person is always coming and and you know there's always a, a smoke scent or alcoholic scent on the person's mouth you, you know allow the person you'll be coming mm-hmm. the power of the holy spirit will hit you one yeah. day one day you can't you come and you will not be there again. yeah do you yeah. get it yeah sometimes we we really doubt the power of god and we want to change somebody on our own yeah i heard this somewhere it says that you are not the holy spirit you're not the one who is going to do the change <laughs> no it's, you know it's, it's mostly about you know people and girls who meet a guy or a guy who meets a girl and the person is not a believer or something i'll change you one day (laughs) you change you (laughs) you know so we are not the one who's doing that are you the holy spirit yeah i'm not the one who's doing that transformation ministry our ministry is reconciliation yes yes. god he said he has given it to us the ministry of reconciliation let's bring the person to god yeah point the person that has to christ he is here for you. God is here for As you. As he did for me, he will do God. for you. Exactly. <laughs> so we are not supposed to condemn. And mostly when we go out in evangelism, most most of the time our mind is condemnation. Our yeah. mind is condemnation. You know you are sinning, you know you are this sin. And we don't rather preach um life. Yeah. 
that there's there's this life available to you. Yeah. There's this thing available to you. Yes, you are doing this. And it may be working. Yeah. But there's something more yeah. available to you. I remember the last time we were for evangelism and I I I didn't it's like I encountered this man and you know, they give us a pamphlet to evangelize, talk about Jesus, do they know but then I don't I just couldn't preach that. Because I I I saw myself if someone comes and comes to ask me, do I like we all know Jesus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Holy Spirit told me that anyone I encountered, like, yeah, it was different um encounters I had with the people, mm-hmm. but then the message was that tell them that I want a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So when I go to them, I, I don't ask them, Do you know Christ? I ask them, Do you have a relationship with God? I know you're a believer, I know you go to church, I know you do all those things, but do you have a relationship? with god have you encountered god you know do you you hear the voice of god you walk with god Mm -hmm. and that's changed the whole scene because most were religious Mm -hmm. you know and they some wanted to know more Mm -hmm. this is the relationship i have with god and i want you to have it that's that's amazing wow what's 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 a conversation yeah such a powerful conversation indeed indeed and i've learned a lot yeah it went from north to east (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Okay, let's pray. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we are grateful that you didn't leave us to do this Amen. on our own. The Holy Spirit, you revealed, you opened scripture up to us. Amen. And you have spoken to us. Amen. We thank you. We just pray that anyone who listens to this, oh God, may there be a transformation. Amen. May there be something new. May there be a conviction. Mm. May you stir us onto something, oh God. Stir Amen. us onto uh, on, on, onto scripture, stairs onto prayer, stairs onto a relationship Amen. with you, stairs onto a place of conviction Amen. that our actions will be backed by conviction Amen. and not the other way around. Amen. Oh God, we thank you. We give you glory, we give you praise. Amen. We thank you for what you are doing in the body of Christ. Lord, you are raising people who know you, yeah. raising people who, who love you, raising people who are not ready to take that place of a judge we have <laughs> left it to you oh god you are raising people who are in the ministry of reconciliation Amen. we thank you oh god that you've opened the eyes of your children this day we thank you oh god we give you glory we give you praise you all wise god we love you oh lord we bless your name in jesus name amen amen